I'm top, just going to top tier. I'll tell you this. It's better than the last Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? <laughs> just gonna, I, mean, just I would rather watch Manos right the Hands of Fate. Uh, I, I've seen dogs create things that were better than The Last Jedi. But... You mean like puppies? <laughs> Are you talking puppies? <laughs> yeah, clearly I'm talking puppies. <laughs> That's what I thought. As an aside, I don't believe he was talking about puppies. Good evening, and welcome to Once Upon a Recast, an MSBS production. I'm Chris Roberts, your soon-to-be favorite host of this show. And with me, as always, are my co-hosts, and this episode's contenders we of course have with us one mr young jeremy young say hi jeremy hi jeremy that's exactly what i expected we have with us my brother shane roberts am i supposed to speak now yes and and speak you did and then of course we have michael circle like a square with no corners if you are new here, and of course you are because this is our first episode, we like to rewrite movies to hilarious ends with specific items, uh, people or ideas as integral parts of their story. And as the all-powerful judge, that would be me, I will uh, harshly, or, or not, judge the others as their stories to find a winner based on whatever criteria. I feel like at that moment, now you might be asking yourself right now, Chris, how come you get to be judge? I'm glad you asked. I get to be judged because, believe it or not, and I want this on record for posterity, believe it or <laughs> not, this is not our first episode. That's right. There is now officially what we can call a lost episode. And in that lost right. episode, yeah, which was truly hilarious, I might add, I, I won that episode. And therefore, I got the honor of being the judge this time. Now, he why did that truth. episode? I do. Why, why was that episode lost? Well, because my brother, I'm guessing out of jealousy because I, I won the episode, said he accidentally, I'm making air quotes that you can't see, but accidentally, he says he lost the episode. Might, um, might I just insert this for posterity? There were supposed to be redundancies. Redundancies were supposed to be taken. I did not fail the redundancies. Listen, as a self-appointed executive producer, I can't be blamed for this. And there you I, go. Uh, I have to say, I don't know what the word redundancy means. Go on. Do you know what it, it means, to, though? It has to do with Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> okay, that's what I thought. Thank you. Crocodile right. Dundee. I'm smarter than I realized. The second crocodile crocodile redundancy. That's yeah, right. The second Crocodile Dundee. Redundancy. <laughs> well, as, as I mentioned, I'm the judge tonight because i won the lost episode and whoever wins tonight's episode will get the honor of being judge for the next episode they'll get to decide on our movie and the topic that we will rewrite so tonight's movie happens to be my very favorite movie of all time because if you're going to start with one why not start with your very favorite movie of all time that is of course raiders of the lost ark it's truly a beautiful thing and before we actually get into the rewriting of it and mind you i am going to judge you on your answers here i would like your all's feelings and views on raiders of the lost ark mike what do you think of raiders of the lost ark i think that raiders of the lost ark was a movie 
Uh, yeah. It was, a, it was a movie that uh, happened at some point in history. It was uh, there was there was actors in it. Uh-huh. Uh Probably a lighting person. There have been known to be lighting people in movies, even as far back as Raiders of the Lost. Uh, what was it called? You never, you never saw this movie, did you, Mike? What's oh, wrong no, with you? No, I've never heard it. No, no, Raiders of the Lost Ark is, in fact, one of the best movies of all time. It introduces us to one of the greatest characters in the history of American literature, Indiana Jones himself, and introduces us to an amazing fedora that everybody wishes they could own, but only Chris Roberts does. Oh, there you go. Shane, what about you? I think it's good. What are your views? I think think it's good. Good to quite good. (laughs) High praise. High praise. Believe it or not, that actually is high praise from Shane. A good to quite good is I'm top, just gonna, top listen, tier. I'll tell you this. It's better than The Last Jedi. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> just gonna, I, mean, just I would rather watch Manos, right The Hands of Fate. Uh, I, I've seen dogs create things that were better than The Last Jedi. But... You mean like puppies? <laughs> Are you talking puppies? <laughs> Yeah, clearly I'm talking puppies. That's what I thought. <laughs> As an aside, I don't believe he was talking about puppies. Well, you know, my feelings on Raider of the Lost Ark is really quite simple. I feel like the Ark was never really lost. It was, it was, it was placed there for that particular moment in time, so that our uh, our hero could come to the forefront and and uh, and save the world. So uh, it wasn't really lost. But no, um, it it is, in my opinion, the greatest movie that is actually a sequel or a postquel because technically Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom takes place a year earlier. This is true. And, uh, and, you know, when people say sequels are inferior, they're incorrect because Raiders is awesome. This is also true. Um, Very, very well said. Well, as face melting. (laughs) <laughs> the face melting. Awesome? I, love, I love the face melting. I, I still love the face melting. That's good stuff. Me too. Sometimes you need yeah. a good face melt. You do. You do. So it's that good. The the idea behind all of this is so we have our movie Raiders of the Lost Ark, right? We're going to kind of recast and rewrite things, but here's here's our our little special special piece of information that you're going to have to implement somehow into the script so as we all know indiana jones he's a very famous archaeologist as a matter of fact his his professional name is dr jones and he is in fact a doctor however what most people don't realize is he's a podiatrist that's right he's a foot doctor and so he is in fact a doctor but he just i guess happens to be in the right or perhaps the wrong place at the wrong time to have all of these wild adventures. And so that's the premise behind all three stories that we're going to hear tonight. And so um, as you guys rewrite this and recast this, would love to know what you all have come up with in all of this. And hopefully hilarity will ensue because let's face it, that's why we're all here. Before we begin, I just have to say, Christopher, as the number one intro for the first episode, technically, Shane, that was fantastically done. That was amazing. Well done. I feel like you are uh, like, trying to get like extra bonus points by yeah. kissing up, and he's yeah, not was... going to fall for something like uh, that. 
I feel as though He's there's a bunch of those going on. No, 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 no. Sincerely, no one in the history of radio has ever done an intro as you have done. We are but ants. Your radio expertise. Your nose is brown right now. Exactly. It, I mean, it, it smells. It smells bad. I don't think you can fix it in post. <laughs> all right, all right, fine then. You sucked, and I hate you. <laughs> well, Love you, Mike Circle. Now you just mean. That was a good <laughs> no, That was like a complete pendulum swap right there. I know, right? It's crazy. <laughs> it's like, oh, you're the greatest. I hate you. <laughs> bipolar, bipolar circle. <laughs> He'll come back to loving you here in a moment. He will have come full he circle. Will. For both those kind and terrible words that you just gave, I think you should go first this oh, evening. Oh. That's a great idea because this is not going to go well. So, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, uh, would you like to hear my title? Because I have a I great title. Oh, I don't I have one of those. It. I know. I'm going to have to get one of those. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're going to have to get one of those. Where are you going to get one of those at this hour? Um, from Deborah hmm. Circle, evidently. Yeah, Deborah Circle. <laughs> Deborah Circle comes up with amazing titles. My wife, by the way, came up with the name for this podcast once upon a in recast. Fact, and we're beginning to think that your wife should be the one who's on here, not you. That's, that's very true too. Uh, she currently has a baby. Uh, she's rocking it back to sleep. So yeah, and she's coming up with better I'll material than you. With her. I'll gladly yeah, she's still with coming her. up with better material than you. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> Well, okay, so here's my title, you butts. Um, <laughs> my title is Dr. Indiana Shoals and the Raiders of the Lost Arch. Okay, I'm not going to lie. That's a good title. You're not going to, first of all, let me just, before you say more, let me just say, you literally have my idea. I'm <laughs> not even joking. I have it written down. I ran it in front, of, I ran it for the girls earlier today. My entire, you just blew up everything I had. Woohoo, Michael Circle. You go right ahead. That's all right. I got an alternative. Okay. He's rewriting it as we speak. <laughs> okay, no, so. No, it's all right. We begin in the jungles of. Of where? Mm -hmm. of a, uh, that doesn't matter. It's in Hawaii, so go ahead. <laughs> Dr. Indiana Shoals is. Is, is slinking through... I said slinking, right? I think I said you, slinking. Yeah, you said slinking. You did. You did. Yeah. He's slinking, slinking through the jungle, looking for these ruins in which he will find the golden barefoot. Not like a barefoot, <laughs> but a foot. That's Made bare. Bears? A human foot. A human foot <laughs> that is bare. There's no soccer shoe on this golden foot. I was really hoping you were going to say it was a bunch of bears merged together in the shape of a foot but okay <laughs> that, would that, would, awesome. that would be a prop to make for sure i would love to see <laughs> that prop made for this movie so go through basically the same stuff from raiders of the lost ark right but he gets to the golden idol and instead of the golden idol it is in fact a golden form of a human foot as chris Traeger from parks and rec would say is the pinnacle of technology well this oh. uh Dr. Indiana Shoals 100% believes that. He's got an idea of a book to write called Born to Run, a hidden tribe, super athletes, and the greatest race the world has never seen. Copyright tremendously because this is an actual book 
written by Christopher McDougall. I'll get back to that in just a moment. Is it McDougall or MacDougall? I need to know Mc, for looking it up later. McDougall. So that's awesome. M, little C, big D? Yes, sir. All right. Yeah, just making sure. Say that. Oh, so it's <laughs> Irish, not Scottish. Yes, that's what I thought, too. Uh, so he gets the golden foot, replaces it with the bag of sand. Nobody's the wiser except for the boulder scene. Boulder scene still happens, right? Okay. Because he's running barefoot. Because why? He's a podiatrist, <laughs> and he knows. He has on his feet already, naturally, the greatest technology ever made. Wow. So he is not even close to getting rolled over by this giant boulder. He is super fast. Beats the other guy to the, uh, the, to the, the pit of snakes. Swings over it, leaves the other guy to be smashed. He doesn't care. There's right? no, there no pit of snakes in that scene. Is there a pit of snakes in the scene now? Isn't there a pit of snakes in that scene? It's no, there isn't. Holy, you haven't seen this movie, have you? <laughs> I'm, pretty sure I'm pretty sure it is. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Evidently, in Michael's version, there's a pit of snakes. I've heard it both ways. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so he leaves Dr. Octopus to imagine die. The horror. Imagine the horror of snakes biting at your bare feet. All right? It's, 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 it's titillating to the fear, the want for fear. Is it titillating or terrifying? It's titillating. Titillating. There's a difference. Titillating. No, titillating. not in my book. Not in my movie, it's not. I've heard of both Go ahead. <laughs> so, he, swing, he comes Can you say sweeping. titillating on this? Okay. We'll fix it in post. <laughs> so, he comes racing out of the tunnel. Of course, the big boulder stops, you know, as it does. And there to greet him is none other than Christopher McDougall. <gasps> oh, I didn't see that coming. Christopher <laughs> McDougall. I, I want to point out, I have no idea uh, when this book was written. That's Capital not in or there. Little, little C, Big D, Oogle, yes. he's there. He's there. He steals the foot and goes on to write the book that Dr. Indiana Scholes was supposed to write. Oh. Uh. Uh, Indiana Scholes fades into obscurity and dies alone in a gutter. The end. Wow, that is that is uh, wow that is that is titillating. <laughs> That's not a word. That's you, a were, you were just watching your your wife feed her child, weren't you? Uh, um. <laughs> <laughs> I, wow, I, I have some. Okay, you, are you in my house? <laughs> I have some knowledge to drop on you. Okay, let's hear this. And that book came out May 5th, 2009. That was the street date. The street, street date. date. Street <laughs> date. I love that. Street date. Look at you using the street date. Is that like a specific slang or, or term used by the book industry? It's the date. I think we're all street here. Street. We, you don't know what that means, really? We all we don't know what street means. Come on now. Get with it, Michael. Quite clearly, I've done, I've done a huge disservice to myself in starting this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Your wife is really representing, okay? Yes, she is. Yes, she is. Yes, she, she is. is. There's definitely a circle representing in this podcast. <laughs> it's not necessarily is. Michael's circle, but Deborah's circle, like a square with no corners, will be taking over in episode two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, circle. I have to tell you, loved your title. It was a good title. It was a strong title. I like the tie-in with Doctor Scholes. It's very excellent. Um. Idle scene, good. I, it had a little bit of a downer ending. I got to tell you, 
Didn't see that one coming. I, but I, yeah, it was. It, it ended abruptly. It did. It did. It did. That's fun. But uh, but all in all, I, I thought that was a, a fairly. I mean, I'd watch it. I'd watch that movie. I'd give it a I had, try. I had more deets, but uh, I decided. I decided not to share them. <laughs> well, that's a shame. That could have made you all. I just want to know if you stole them from Christopher McDougall, though. Okay, fine then. Whatever. Okay. Thanks on the plane. Yeah. All right. Snakes on a pit. Well, Circle, Circle, you know what what I think? I think you have earned exactly 111 points for this. I don't know if that's high or low in uh, your book, but I will take it. Exactly. I thought you were giving me capital T for titular. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. I, I too, was going to go with Raiders of the Lost Arch. But this was going to be a little different because I decided to give you some alternative casting because oh, I thought I like it. It, you know Raiders of the Lost Arch in Uh-oh. my mind Indiana Jones has to be played by David Hyde Pierce. Oh, Niles oh, Crane yes. makes perfect podiatrist, yes. especially someone who is accidentally thrown into this situation. You are and not wrong. He has been asked by the the head of the university where he teaches podiatry. Uh, to go and do some research in the jungles of South America. By the way, that is going to be played by his uh, former television brother as well. There of uh, you know former Fraser Crane, Wait. and I just lost his name for the life of me. Kelsey Grammer. Um, Kelsey Grammer. Thank you, Kelsey Grammer. Kelsey Grammer. Grammer. Is South America. Perfect. Kelsey, Kelsey, Kelsey Grammer is going to be, be playing. playing the role of of his of the head of the university. So he's going to ask him to go to the jungles of South America to find the secret of how the natives uh, keep their feet in great condition. And so, and this takes place back in the 30s. So you yes. know, this just to keep that in mind. And and so uh, Indiana Jones, Doctor Jones, the podiatrist, goes into the jungles of South America, and there he discovers a magical secret creating the perfect insole that would make any shoe that that you can imagine immediately perfect for that person's foot it would give the right amount of cushioning and arch support so that whether you want to run hike or just simply walk or if you have to stand all day that you will have the absolutely perfect conditions and so he finds this but along the way, as he's as he's you know seeking this out, and when he discovers it, he is going to be under a constant threat from a of it being stolen by a French podiatrist, now a Nazi German ally by the name of Pierre Belloc Scholes, played by Steve Martin. Yeah, yes. think about that. Because oh, Steve Martin I'm is perfect this. in that. Yes. And his memorable line will be every time he he inter, you know interjects and takes something from from Indian in this case it would be stealing away this perfect design again we see that there is nothing you can possess which I cannot take away and of course you know Steve it's, it's going to be just brilliant the way in which he does this but here's the twist because I I mean you can just imagine just with that all the adventures getting in the jungle out of the jungle all the things you can do with this but in a bold and surprising into the film, and indeed the franchise, Dr. Scholes will win, and Indiana will be forced to face a life of failure and shame every time he walks into a pharmacy to see Dr. Scholes in Oh, no. 
Yeah. Oh, I, I didn't see it come. You totally ran Johnson to me there yeah. with that surprise uh, ending. I didn't see coming. I know. Wow. I, I feel bad about that. Yeah. Well, but, uh, I feel like that would have been better if uh, somebody else didn't have a similar idea. Well, I was going to say, so far, much more better. Much your 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 talk was your the way you and the words the things. Good. Oh man, spit it out. <laughs> yeah. There was yeah. really only one way that could have gone. Yeah. Am yeah. I that predictable? All in favor? Aye. Aye. All right. Yeah, I said. You're welcome. I'm, gl- I'm glad I didn't disappoint. Yeah. Oh well, let's let's not get crazy here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did disappoint. Uh, well, you're a disappointment. Well, you know what I am. No, you're not. You're a beautiful so. man. They love the fact that I remembered them. It's all about the kids, people. Go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I I have to say, kids aside, um. I would, I would definitely pay to see that movie. The casting, I have to say, was was spot on. David Hyde Pierce and Kelsey Grammer together again in the, the way movie. it should be. The way and it Steve should Martin. be. And then Steve Martin. I mean, of course, Steve Martin's going to win. Um, it's yeah. it's it's brilliant. And the twist ending where the bad guy once again wins. That's a very popular thing we have going with us, um, evidently tonight. And Apparently. so I think for all of that, young Jeremy Young, I'm going to give you 111 and a half points because your casting was superior to Mike Circles. Hey, wait, 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 wait. I I can nail that half point. That's, That's what casting. she said. But listen, your time's fast. <laughs> she also said that. <laughs> your time is fast. It's over. She said it was over. Done. That's pretty much what she said. Counted ten and rang the bell. You were not getting back up. She Uh-oh. said that too. You've been way. You've been <laughs> What you got, Shay? Okay. Well, I went a completely different route. Unlike the first two people who decided to apparently get the same route. So, so you made a movie about Dr. Scholl's Indiana? Uh, by the way, I'm just going to point out, I enjoy that when saying the situation is he's a podiatrist, in parentheses, it says foot doctor, just in case, you know, anyone didn't uh-huh. know what a podiatrist was. Well, but, no, it, says, it says foot DR. I just thought that meant that he had like a drive, a specifically <laughs> driven foot fetish <laughs> for children. <laughs> I explained that in my in my what I said earlier. I said oh, that's that's actually why I went that way. I thought, oh, you mean you like little kids' feet? Listen, I'm just gonna say right now, if you are picking up what he is putting down, you need to put it back because it was there for a reason. <laughs> yeah, right. We're leaving it on the floor, and it's gonna stay there. It's gonna stay there. All right. Here's what we got. I am going with. I just came up with this title because, you know, I didn't think of a title until other people started being like, ooh, I got a title. So, right. Indiana Jones and the Clippers of Fate. <laughs> I like So, imagine this. Here's going to be our intro scene. We're going to see what seems to be like a, a mountainy region. And all of a sudden... From it this, seems to be or is a mountainy region? I, I'm sorry. It seem, seems to be. I, I didn't. Ooh, all I right. Didn't, I didn't stutter. He's leaving it open. So, 
you have this uh, this mountainous region, and all of a sudden, from the sky, uh -huh. from the sky, from the sky, pieces of metal come down and begin breaking apart the mountains. All right, and shattering mm. things everywhere. Things are being cut and destroyed and whatnot, and everyone's going to oh, be man. going, "What in the world is happening right now?" And then so we're going to run up, Roland Emmerich. We're going to zoom out. And it was uh -huh. actually zoomed way into some guy's ingrown toenail that Indiana Jones <laughs> was clipping. I like that. That's nice. All right. And all of a sudden. It's very artsy. All of a sudden, Dr. Jones, he's interrupted by someone who's like, Dr. Jones, listen, there's some, there's some people here, important people who are here to see you. And so he the uh, king's of rhythm. Sorry, he comes out of his uh, of his office there, of his you know patient room. He meets with these people. Turns out these are army intelligence agents. They're here to see Doctor Indiana Jones. So you got uh, the you got the agents here. They're here. They say, Doctor Jones, okay. listen, we know all about you. You're the straightener of toes. You're the healer of feet. You're a man who can make a man's foot as smooth as a baby's bottom. <laughs> And Dr. Jones is like... And now we're well, back to the kids. Brought children into this. <laughs> and Dr. Jones is like, I really don't know what that has to do with the army. And they're like, we have a special assignment for you in Cairo. You are the only man that can do this job. And so he says, listen, I, I really don't go out of state to, uh, to, to see patients. And they're like, this one's important. It's a Nazi. He's got a foot a problem. Nazi. Wait, you're pro not you're putting uh, out uh, pro Nazi memorabilia. What's going here? Suspiciously pro Nazi. Listen, listen, literally listen. So <laughs> he's all like, "Listen, that's not something I do." And they're like, "You're our only way in. You're gonna take care of the guy's foot. You're gonna leave the rest to us. Tickets are already purchased. You're leaving in an hour." So he's gonna he attempts to argue some. He sees he's not gonna get out of this weird assignment. So he flies to Egypt. All right. He's going to go meet some Nazi. He's going to fix his foot. Once he's on the ground in Egypt, he meets a man who he finds out is going to be assisting him. It's an undercover agent by the name of Salah. Indy, wow. Indy gives Salah a quick rundown of what exactly it is. Whoa, that... wait, wait, wait. He gives him a what? Quick rundown. Okay. No, not a rubdown. Rundown. <laughs> Just wanted to make sure. Quick rundown of yeah. what, what a podiatrist does because no one knows. And all of a sudden, they're ready for their ready for. I'm their not under. sure you know. No one knows. It's provocative. <laughs> <laughs> they're now going to do their under under undercover appointment, operation, whatever they're doing it. So Indy goes in. He sedates the Nazi. He begins uh -huh. his work. Sala is going to. He's searching the room. He's looking for stuff. They discover that the Nazis have captured some woman named Marion. They okay. free her. She explains something to him about some staff and some stuff. So then they start reading some notes. They figure out what they're supposed to do. Like an infection? Yes. Clearly, that's what I was saying. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, as a foot doctor, staff infection with his foot. So, Sala and Marion go to figure out the thing with the staff. Indy, the tamer of toes, stays to finish his work because he can leave no tono and groan. Once the Nazi, uh, he, comes, like he comes yeah. to, he realizes that the staff is gone, that something is awry. Indy accidentally tells them what's going mm, down. Right. 
Wait, 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 wait. Let me just take a moment here to help you because even though even though we're competing, you've got a great thing going here, and the only way you can do better is by saying, not that something went awry, but that something is afoot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm there for you, my friend. So yeah. with he, the assist. So he tells he he ends up accidentally disclosing what's going down the nazis of course they're going to swoop in at just the right moment to take everything because that's what the bad guys always do and they're going to leave them of course to die so they are now they are surrounded by poisonous snakes in this situation it appears that always snakes why do it have to be snakes is lost Mm. that is when dr jones the fighter of fungus springs into action (laughs) Dual-wielding toenail clippers, his hands moving like only a pe- podiatrist can. <laughs> he trims... I thought you were going to say a pedophile for a moment. <laughs> he trims the fangs right off of every snake in a matter of moments. Because he really is the best. So then the trio, they find their way out. Best around? Nothing's ever going to bring him down? Sala insists that Indy can't get a ticket to get back home until the job is done. So now they're stuck in Egypt. Dr. Jones decides, you know what, I'm stuck here. I might as well just help this guy. They find the Germans, but they are unable to stop the German convoy because it turns out that even the lightning-fast hands of Indiana Jones, the fast footman, cannot get toenail clippers to go through tank treads. (laughs) (laughs) So they are brought to witness the Nazis complete their work and open the Ark of the Covenant. Wait, 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 wait. Are you about to say in your movie the bad guys went to? Just wait on it. Let it finish. Wait for it. Just as the Ark is about to be opened, some sand blows in our hero's eyes, causing him to not see what's inside. He hears a whole lot of screaming by the time he's able to, to open his eyes and see what's going on. The arc's closed. He doesn't know what happened. So he swings his trusty toenail clippers around. He cuts his bindings. He finds a satellite phone, calls the government. They come and pick up the arc. They take it to a secure location. So basically, it still ends the same. So, the, so you're saying he makes no difference whatsoever? <laughs> he wins, so to speak, he, I guess. He does. So but I'm with, I, I got to answer Jeremy's question here. Are you saying that the character in your movie had almost no actual impact on the events of how the story would unfold. Look, some people would see it that way. Some people wouldn't. That's really mm. up to the eye of the beholder. Oh, That's and he ran Johnson did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look, you, the only way to know that would be to rewrite the story, Michael, and this is a completely original script. Touche. Touche. Yeah, tushy. <laughs> It always comes back to the tushy. It really does. It comes back. Always. Yes. I could have made him a hemorrhoid doctor, but I was, you know. <laughs> that would have been great. He I believe the astronomer bin. would be the same. Just I th- he'd, have been an astronaut. Would have... he'd have been an astronaut at that point, is what you're saying. I thought I would put the temptation out there for Jeremy, and, well, he came through. <laughs> oh, my land. Y'all just brought me on this podcast just for that, didn't you? I tell you, what, you that, knew I would be the one to do it. The hemorrhoid exactly. doctor could have really done something with the boulder scene. <laughs> he could have shrunk that thing up. Ain't that the truth? Ain't that the truth? Well, I'll tell you, Shane, I, I've got to tell you, you've, you've made it difficult. I feel like yeah. Jeremy had a solid half-point lead that seemed insurmountable. 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 
But then you had to come along with the fighter of fungus. And... <laughs> yeah, I like I liked his alliteration. His alliteration, alliteration. was really good. The yeah. nicknames were truly a, a force to be reckoned with. And Indy kind of wins in the end, like he kind of wins at the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark. So it's I mean, kinda, kind of winning is the kind of winning we like. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> kind of winning is the kind of winning we like. You're right. Shane has scored 111.5, which would mean there's a tie. So how do you break the tie? I'll tell you how you break the tie. You break the tie when the bad guy wakes up and finds that there's something afoot. But <laughs> wait a minute. Jeremy Young's the one who came up with that, and so I must reward the point to Jeremy Young, who has now scored 111.51 points. Jeremy Young is our winner. <laughs> I think it's one one-hundredth of a point. <laughs> that is a great story. Right? That's what I'm thinking. Plus, we get, the added, we, we get the added bonus of Jeremy getting to be our judge next week. Yeah, that oh, means he is that, is possibly... It, is that a bonus? <laughs> I mean, with me, you never know. Anything else, he this can is, just, you know, tell us to do is, something and then shut up. <laughs> this is how our podcast ends. <laughs> <laughs> with knowing that they've got to endure whatever idea I come up with for next week. That's, that's exciting. Exactly. No, I promise will have nothing to do with with children. <laughs> that I believe. Be best. I believe <laughs> that our victor should share a victory speech. Do you have a victory speech? Yeah, I'd, I'd like to. I'd like to thank all the little people. <laughs> the uh, I, I, I don't. I, I just want to say that I really, really thought that the competition was uh, was stiff. That it was uh, a good, good show uh, concerning uh, everyone put their best foot forward. Let me just put it that way. Yes. And that uh, yes. I'm proud to have uh, to have found a way to overcome the the heel of my mistake of uh, misunderstanding what the, the original assignment was to come away with the 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 oh, I'm trying to come up with the, the best possible idea I can come up with here and I, I just can't I can't come up with the words I'm so overcome with emotion away, right 100th now 100th of a point I, I've, I've walked away with a well, yeah 100th of a point of a victory here and it's 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 incredible I know how Tom Brady feels right now let's just put it that way <laughs> I know how Tom Brady feels yes yeah. <laughs> so you're tiring maybe <laughs> But never say that. That is brilliant. I'm excited about next week. So uh, uh, I got I, I got some ideas. I'm looking forward to what I can do. I think it'll be fun. I am both excited and frightened to find out <laughs> what Jeremy's going to come up with for all of us. It's going to be really good. I I don't doubt that. It'll be titillating. <laughs> it will be very. You know, <laughs> very I believe I've heard that that word more tonight than in the entire <laughs> rest of my life. Well, you came up with a repressed upbringing. What can I say? <laughs> uh, the, never mind. All right, never mind. We all use right. the word titillating all the time in my household. We weren't afraid of the excitement. Oh, well. I, once again, I once again want to remind our listners that if you are picking up what we're putting down, Just you need to there. you need to set it back down because it's there for a reason. <laughs> We we put it exactly where it belongs, and you don't need to be picking it up. It's not yours anyway. So what's wrong with you? Just leave it alone. Just leave it alone. It's it not alone. yours. 
Do <laughs> not touch it. Oh, okay. Really? Uh, I really thought you said make seven up yours. I don't. <laughs> Again, I want to remind everyone. First of all, I want to thank you all for listening to our almost first podcast episode. It's, thanks, it's Shane. First, yeah, thanks, Shane. Um, it's what I do. Want to remind you again? <laughs> it's it's what you didn't do. <laughs> it's what you didn't do. So I, I want to remind you our podcast once upon a once upon a recast. Um, it's it's a fairly new name, but we all love it, and so that's what you want to look up. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast. That way, every time we have a new episode, you will know. Um, you sub- can subscribe to it. Uh, at all of the places that you listen to podcasts because we'll be there you go there and once upon a recast we'll be there subscribe to it waiting for you join us my friends yes we'll be right there waiting and watching and being creepy Um, but until next time again if you're picking up what we're putting down just put it back because it's not really yours and that's rude I'm Chris Roberts and on behalf of Jeremy and Shane and Michael Circle, we bid you adieu. Adieu. Adieu.